and welcome to another episode of The First Incision, a CMF podcast hosted by me, James Howitt. Uh, this is the podcast from CMF where we open up difficult medical and ethical topics that affect our Christian lives in today's world. So from NHS cuts, junior doctor contracts, cases of alleged negligence, to heartbreaking cases such as Charlie Gard and Alfie Evans, medicine never seems far from our political news. Such issues can be a minefield to navigate with empathy while remaining true to faith in Christ. And here to help us unpick some of those is Dr. Melody Redmond. Melody, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's great to be with you today. So Melody is a clinical academic trainee in her second year of specialty training in Yorkshire. She speaks today in a personal capacity, uh, but since becoming a medical student, she has engaged with numerous roles in the areas of politics and advocacy. So, Melody, first of all, we're here at uh, we're here at National CMF Conference. How are you? How are you finding things? Well, it's really enjoyable so far. The speaker's been very engaging um, and has given me lots to reflect on and lots of food for thought. Um, but the food's been amazing. The company's been great. So food for thought and good food. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, both mentally, physically, spiritually, every which way. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so first of all, thank you so much for coming today to speak to us about the area of, kind of social justice and medical politics. I feel like it's really important to to understand what we're talking about and and the use of language is so important in these things to make sure that everyone's on the same page. So can you tell us, first of all, uh, what do you mean when you talk about social justice and medical politics? So essentially, there are lots of um, structures within and around the medical profession um, which give us access to social justice and advocacy opportunities. So, for example, there are structures which create policy, influence the media, um, lobby and brief the parliamentary machine in Westminster. Um, And medical politics in itself may sound like quite a nebulous term, but in the context of social justice and advocacy, it may include things like proposing policies to improve palliative care or lobbying for better education in things like identifying patients who might have been trafficked. Um, or it may include things like com- campaigning for a more sustainable NHS. And ultimately, it may result in changes to policies or healthcare provision um, or funding or education or service provision. So it's quite a broad scope. Um, and also, we can be advocates for our NHS and our colleagues, not just directly for our patients. And I think it's really important to think of the system as a whole and the well-being and sustainability of each component um, are all interlinked. And particularly in times of crisis, where there's big recruitment and retention issues um, and contractual debates and all of these things. Um, and it's important that we look after our colleagues as well as our patients. That's really interesting. I, f- I feel like the NHS very much is in a in a bit of a, a crisis of recruitment and particularly retention at the moment, isn't it? So, I mean, how so the, the the idea of social justice and advocacy that's all that's all very well and good, and it's it's really obviously a really important thing to be hearing about. But I feel like there'll be a lot of people out there saying, isn't social justice a distraction from our primary uh, role, if you like, as Christians, which would be to you know saving souls, making disciples, and, and leading people to the Lord. So that's a very interesting question. So if we kind of go back to the Bible and what is our biblical calling and our biblical mandate? Always a good place to start. Absolutely, absolutely. You can't go wrong there, can you? Um, And I think that there's a clear calling throughout the Bible and countless examples of um, Christians um, and the people of God fighting for social justice um, and advocating on behalf of others. Um, And for example, if we look at Proverbs 31 verses 8 to 9, that says... Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. 
speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and needy. And ultimately, we have to care for all aspects um, of people if we're really truly caring for God's people and following our biblical calling. So how does that how does that plan out in things like um, uh, mission organisations, for example? There's obviously a big debate around mission organisations and will they uh, will they want to go and is a primary medical mission organisations primary to save lives or to save souls? Do you see a kind of a tension there? Is there any one of these that you feel like is is bigger than the other? Do you have any thoughts? There is absolutely a tension there, and I think in my, many aspects of our lives as Christians, it's a constant state of balancing different tensions, and this is just one example of those tensions. And I think that each organisation and each individual kind of has to weigh that up for themselves. It's hard to create a blanket rule, um, but I think the way I think of it is to be obedient to God. We need to look at each part of a person's life and care for that. And that's my kind of personal feeling, um, but it's very much about individuals and organisations reflecting on what the Bible's saying and finding that balance for themselves. I mean, politics, religion and politics are those two things that we're encouraged not to discuss across the dinner table for fear of having arguments with our relatives over Christmas time. This is, do, we, do we risk being affiliated with a particular political ideology if we're advocating for social justice? That, that would seem possibly to, to go with one political party more than another. Is that, is that a problem? Is that something that as Christians we should be avoiding or should we be engaging with that? That is a really challenging issue Um, and one thing that's helped encourage me is gaining sort of Christian friends that lie all the way across the political spectrum um, who each, you know, are campaigning for good positive things but would affiliate themselves with different parts on the political spectrum. Um, And some of my friends who are, you know, amazing Christians that I find great encouragement from um, would not affiliate themselves with any part of the political spectrum. And again, I think this is something that each individual needs to contemplate for themselves and find um, where they stand individually. But ultimately, you can engage in medical politics or in politics without affiliating yourself to any ideology um, or any political allegiance. Um, so it it's not a barrier to taking part and I think you have to make a decision as an individual as to what you will do and it's not for me to tell you to join a certain party or not to um, but it is important uh, that we do engage in politics even if we feel we're not affiliated to a certain part of that range. So, I mean, you've, you've touched a little bit on the, the biblical model of, of social justice, which is great. Would you be able to, to unpack that a little bit more for us? Kind of, can you give us some examples of maybe what that looks like? So one of the really beautiful things is that looking at the biblical model of social justice and advocacy in our healthcare system and in our environment can look so diverse. And it's really wonderful to see, especially within CMF, different members um, acting on different areas. So for one person, it might look like engaging in international health, whether through a policy level or whether physically moving somewhere and delivering healthcare or training up other people there. Um, But to another person, it might be engaging in public health and looking at UK policies and UK healthcare provision and service delivery. But also it can include things like getting involved with research and looking at new therapies and technologies to ensure that we can deliver the best healthcare that we can for people. 
And then there are also a group of people who perhaps like myself might feel um, more called or encouraged to get involved in medical politics at a kind of organisational level. So there's really a broad range of what it can look like. And that's something that's really encouraging because it means that, you know, lots of different people can get involved. So, so we've talked a bit about uh, how you know what this looks like in a very general context and biblical context. But what does that mean for for me as a doctor, or, or kind of for listeners working on the wards, maybe who who aren't able for one reason or another to to be actively involved in the medical politics that maybe you're doing? What 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 do they have to do, and how can they model social justice? A very good friend once said to me that advocacy is an attitude and I think social justice and advocacy come hand in hand and I think that as healthcare professionals we're in such a a wonderful unique position where we have access um, to vulnerable people all around us and ultimately we can make daily decisions in our daily lives um, that are evident to those around us and to the patients that we're looking after that can demonstrate that attitude Um, and principles around fairness and justice can come into play in daily decisions so one day it might be something like looking for tools to engage someone with a learning disability in better communication so we can better understand their needs Um, and another day it might be simply posting a patient to uh, resources that will help them in their specific situation what sort of challenges is that going to bring working in the NHS? I, I don't know about you, but my experiences have, have often been that the NHS is, is, can be fairly hostile to faith uh, and to, to certain areas of advocacy. How, what kind of challenges do that, does that bring? And I suppose, how do we overcome those? And if you have any examples you could share with listeners, that would be really great. So one of the big challenges which we share with our colleagues is the challenge of time and as we will all have experienced we're living in a a very pressured NHS and time is something that we don't have a lot of going spare and a lot of these issues take time and dedicating time to individuals And there isn't really a magic solution for that, but I think in different ways we can make time for individuals in our different jobs or, you know, as students or however it is. Um, It is really tricky and there are lots of other challenges as well. So one big challenge is what are we going to prioritise if we think of social justice and advocacy and medical politics, you know, there's a whole wealth of things. Is it something, a specific ethical issue we're going to focus on? Is it a specific vulnerable patient group? And there are so many opportunities. One thing that is particularly helpful is focusing that down a little bit and figuring out where we are best placed to help those around us. Um, Another issue is making sure that we have people around us to support us and keep us on track. Now, I found CMF very helpful for that um, kind of meeting with like-minded individuals who've been very supportive. And I think it's really important that when we're facing these challenges, very much as we see throughout scripture, that we have the support of other Christians around us and good fellowship. That can be really helpful Another issue is reminding ourselves constantly of why we are doing this. It's not 
for salvation. Um, you know, these don't earn us some kind of brownie points. It's really um, as an act of gratitude and service and sacrifice to God. And I think it is really important to constantly remind ourselves of that because then when we're facing the NHS pressures and different pulls and maybe um, worrying about the opinions of our colleagues, that we need to keep coming back to why are we actually doing this? There are there are obviously certain areas around advocacy that maybe are more contentious than others. I, I don't think there are many people that would say that being able to feed the poor and, and serve the homeless is a, is a particularly contentious one. But there are particularly in medicine certain areas of advocacy which which Christian thinking maybe doesn't agree with either the law or within kind of the more medically accepted framework. Do you have any advice for people who are maybe struggling with with those kind of topics? What I would advise is speak to someone, um, speak to others that have been involved in those areas. So I'm happy for anyone to contact me, but through CMF we have a great network of individuals who've been engaging on these issues. One of the most helpful things is being mentored by others um, and speaking with others who've been grappling with similar issues and wondering how to best address them. You've, you've absolutely fired me up. I love it. It's great to hear all this stuff about social justice. Is there anything specific that I can do to get involved? Again, the opportunities around us are endless. And that's one of the really amazing things about working in healthcare. So for some of us, um, you might want to explore further something like getting involved specifically specifically with the British Medical Association or if you are a member of a royal college perhaps that might be a way to get involved Um, and also there are other roles where you are working and it's difficult to say exactly what they will be but it would be um, a good idea to look out at your practice or your trust for any opportunities that are available in influencing healthcare, whether at a kind of policy level within the organisation or through quality improvement or research. Um, and again, what that looks like to each person will be slightly different. One of the really helpful things is to be aware of what's going on around us. So one thing that could be useful is looking at different government consultations um, and seeing what areas are currently being explored. Be aware of the ethical issues and the CMF files can be really helpful for that um, to find out what are the big ethical questions that are being asked and how can we engage with that. Also, you can engage with your MP um, and look for initiatives or opportunities wherever you are locally, um, whether that's through your church, through your hospital or practice, um, or through charitable organisations in the area. That's really interesting. So you mentioned the church briefly. I wanted to ask you, do do, do we as, as doctors and medical professionals have a role outside of the medical field? So within our, maybe in our church context and, and to use the, the professional skills that we've gained and to advise on advocacy within churches as well? One thing that I always find helpful to reflect on is this principle of do what only you can do. Now, as like medics, that. it's good, isn't it? I definitely learned that at CMF as a medical student. Amazing. <laughs> um, but the thing is that as medics um, and healthcare workers, we're very busy and there's lots of different things that we can get pulled into and lots of different ways that we can serve God and help those around us. And one of the tricky things is figuring out where it is best to invest our time. And I think that it's important to reflect on that when we're 
agreeing to do things and signing up to do things certainly for some of us we might um feel for us as individuals that we there's a really important role in church for us to do some of that might be educating the church about these issues and i certainly think it is important that as christian medics we're engaging with our local churches to um educate and involve them in advocacy issues but also it might be the other way around and that you learn more about what the issues are um, from other people there. So I would encourage people that were able to be involved in informing and educating your church, but also to bear in mind to do what only you can do. Are you the best person to do that? Do you have the time to do that? Or is God calling you to something else? Fine, I love that. Do what do what only you can do. I feel like that's a real takeaway message from uh, from this. Uh, and finally, can you suggest any material that that can help us learn more if we want to look further into into the the issues around medical politics and advocacy? So there's loads of educational tools, which is great. Um, there are two particular kind of historical figures that I've been really encouraged by and would encourage listeners to have a look into um, and they are William Wilberforce um, of the kind of abolition of the slave trade movement and Dame Cicely Saunders of the palliative care movement and hospice movement. Both of those have really encouraged me to get more involved in medical politics um, and I could talk about them for ages, but I would encourage you to have a look at them. Um, and also from a biblical perspective, I've been really encouraged by this, um, the books of Daniel and Esther. And I think there's great lessons for us to learn as um, advocates and as Christian leaders um, through, through reading and reflecting on those books. But in terms of the resources that we can use to better educate ourselves, the CMF files are very helpful about kind of ethical issues. Um, but additionally, um, there's the British Medical Association website and regional meetings, which are really useful at identifying what are the key medical political issues that are going on at the moment which can then help you kind of decide how to get better involved and what areas to become more involved in. Melody thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing all that wisdom on medical politics Uh, what a great call to do only what you can do in areas of social justice for Christ join us again in two weeks time when we will be releasing another podcast Uh, thank you so much for listening and God bless (music) 